0: Now, fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Good afternoon and welcome. If you're frustrated with all the slowdowns in Toronto traffic, there may be a bit of a respite this week. The city has launched another crackdown on illegal rush hour parking and stopping in the core. Those inconsiderate people who park on main arteries to grab a coffee or get their dry cleaning will be tagged and towed if they are caught. And there will be more police out trying to catch them. By the way, that is a $150 ticket plus the charges for towing and impound if uh, that gets you too. And if you're one of those people, this is meant to change your behavior. Remember, we had another one of those blitzes back in January. It was deemed to be a success, but uh, the way the mayor puts it is that, there's been backsliding. So here we have another blitz Monday through Thursday inclusive. Now, I have kind of a question. How how effective is this really if everybody knows there's a blitz Monday through Thursday, then the extra officers will go back to doing what they <laughs> normally do so is everybody just going to go back to doing they're backsliding. Uh, we, wa- we want to hear from you. Um, also, if you've ever had one of these tickets, and if it changed your behavior especially, you know, like we can't see you, <laughs> give us a call. Give us a call. Otherwise, 416-360-0740. Toll free one 866 740 740 I am here with Nigel Fernandez, who is a parking enforcement officer. Uh, Nigel, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay, so um, does this really change behavior if it's just a four-day thing?
2: Uh, We hope it does. I mean, this this enforcement initiative is just almost like a refresh just to remind people, hey, we're out there. We are enforcing. We're making us very high visible, especially with conjunction with uh, traffic services helping us out for the morning, afternoon and late afternoon rush hours. So, uh, yeah, there will be a full effective enforcement and uh, we just want people to be reminded that through 7 to 9 in the afternoon and 4 to 6, it's rush hour. We need to keep the traffic moving.
1: 7 to 9 in the morning. Yeah. Well, around here, actually, it's it's different because the signs that I see on my way home say it's 7 to 10 in yeah, the morning and 3 to 7. Yeah,
2: different areas have different signs. Some of them are – it's kind of weird. Some start at 3 o'clock and then some start – well, two blocks later, will start at 330 so you have to really, really pay attention to the signs in the afternoon, especially late afternoon, where your car is and where you should and should not park.
1: Well, you should know that it, at, certainly at the height of rush hour, uh, it's it's a, it's a bad idea. You'd be surprised. To
2: stop. You'd be very, very surprised how people are not cognizant of what's surrounding them in the area.
1: Oh I me, mean, okay, come on. So your your traffic is terrible here there's all kinds of construction it's 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 bad enough so right. please don't tell me that when you see a huge line of traffic and people held up uh, you think that by stopping your car there you're not doing something bad
2: and for the most part that ideologically yes that makes sense but it happens it happens all day long um in some areas, I can write up towards of 20, te- 20 tickets of people just doing exactly that. Well, but Running in to grab a coffee or stopping. I got to pick up someone and looking at their phone and just sitting there. And you look up and down the street. They're the only person on the street. And they just are wondering why they got that ticket.
1: Really? Yeah. I mean, do you believe they're really wondering or they're just trying to get
2: out of Actually, it? Actually, yeah, they are. They looked so disheveled and in disbelief that they received a ticket. For being stopped in a rush hour. And then when they finally get the ticket and they get it, understand why it's for all of a sudden the sign appears magically. Oh, there <laughs> it is. I never saw it.
1: <laughs> what, what's the reaction when, the, when they see how much the ticket is? Uh,
2: it, it can go either way. I mean, in total disbelief, uh, yelling and screaming, um, derogatory comments, it, it goes either way. I mean, it's, it's a big number. $150 for a rush hour it's an expensive cost to stop.
1: Okay. And uh, also about the towing. So uh, we were just discussing the towing. So tell me about where are these tow trucks and, and how do they get <laughs> these people who are stopped just to grab a coffee? Uh,
2: well, our, tar- our uh, the tow truck drivers, they do know our rush hour routes uh, very, very well. And uh, typically, they'll probably be there just before the rush hour route even starts. And sometimes they just Plop themselves right in front of a car that uh, is just parked there, and they just wait. And until they see one of us come down the road, and then they just automatically back it up, hook it up, and take it away. And we do call for them as well. So that,
1: that sounds pretty brutal, actually.
2: It's the only way to move traffic. And especially now we're moving into construction season where, like you said, the construction is slowing up congestion.
1: Construction tra- season yeah. is 12 months a year, by oh. the way.
2: Yeah. Well, it's heavily year more yeah. in the summer. Yeah. And that's slowing up traffic right now. The last thing you want to do is have an individual compound that even further.
1: Yeah, but doesn't a fleet of uh, tow trucks, they take up a lot of space. Don't they just make the problem worse?
2: Uh, no. They're, they're quick. Uh, they pull up behind a car, grab it, and go. That's all they do. They don't, they don't sit there for too long. Um, they know not to stay there too long. We call them and they pull up on a side street and they'll just come around and pick up whatever we need to. They strategically place themselves all over the city so they know exactly where to be. So
1: it's just a matter if uh, basically if if you do this, Mm -hmm. you're going to get a ticket.
2: Mm -hmm. Whether you're in the vehicle or not, you will get the ticket. Right. So people are always shocked, well, I'm sitting in the car. Okay,
1: so uh, that I can see that some people might think that's legal.
2: Yeah, and we're authorized to, do, to give someone a ticket in the rush hour route, in a no-stopping rush hour route. If you're sitting in the car, you are stopped. That vehicle is stopped, and we will give you issue the ticket.
1: Okay, uh, so it's just
2: a matter of whether the, the tow truck is there fast enough. It's a cat and mouse game. If the, cat, if, the, if the tow truck can get there quicker than you can, your car will probably be gone. And
1: and what do those charges usually add up
2: to? Um, well, you got the the cost of the ticket, which is one hundred and fifty, and then the towing charges could be upwards between two to four hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah,
1: that's an expensive coffee. An
2: expensive lesson.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, lesson. <laughs> it's, it's a coffee. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> high end coffee in high end Toronto.
1: <laughs> and. Um, so again, what is the reaction? I mean, when you talk to people, they think, "Great, you know, this is going to help us all get around." But
2: mm-hmm. well, you'll be surprised. I mean, uh, people f- who are drive streets up and down, especially during rush hour routes, do see us tagging and towing actually will open the window and say, good on you, thank God you're moving traffic, or they'll honk and, like, you know, like, good job type of thing. That's the only time they love parking enforcement is during rush hour. <laughs> Outside of that, not so much.
1: <laughs> not so much. Okay. <laughs> I can sort of see that. Now, um, just to uh, give people an idea, the area is bounded by Dufferin to the west, Bloor to the north, uh, the Don Valley Parkway to the east, and Lakeshore to the south. Pretty much. So uh, outside of those areas, you're okay?
2: Well, no, I mean, there's there's secondary arteries that are also considered rush hour routes. Uh, you just got to be mindful of the signs. Just read what the signs tell you, it, whether you can stop or not, and uh, go by those signs, because that's what we go by.
1: Okay, uh, let's take a call from Jerry in Toronto. Hi, Jerry.
3: Good morning. How are you today?
1: Fine. How are you?
3: Very good. I have a couple of questions for Nigel regarding this. Uh, I've been a taxi owner, driver in the city of Toronto for 45 years, and we we are exempted in the no-stopping zones to stop and pick up a passenger, yet we still have parking control officers still giving us uh, a tag for rush hour stopping. And the second question is, when we're stopping, whether it's in rush hour or not, and there's a bicycle lane, what is... Uh, nigel's idea for the appropriate place to stop to pick up a customer that's standing on the curb perhaps maybe even with a wheelchair that i have to load and unload
2: right i mean something like that comes down to officer discretion Um, the rush hour route if you're actively loading and unloading a passenger you're pretty much exempt Uh, as far as bike lane i mean it bike lanes are a hot topic and a hot issue I think cyclists should be cognizant of the fact that you are indeed loading and unloading a passenger, even though it's obstructing their bike lane and the roadway. Oh, wait, to-
1: wait a minute. You know, we were here with. Um- Officer uh, Kyle Ashley. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he would oh, agree with that.
2: Oh, I know. Kyle is very passionate about his bike lanes. But um, at the same time, how else are you going to get a disabled person across the street through a bike lane? I mean, you'll have to stop at some oh, point. Okay, but, if but there's can...
1: also, you know, sometimes when I see cabs, mm-hmm. they, they pick the most inconvenient place to unload and load the passenger. And if they moved forward or stayed back a few feet, it wouldn't be that in that much in the way
2: exactly, and yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the for a professional driver. That's exactly what they'd be looking at. Where is the safest place I can uh, execute my job, unloading and an, uh, loading a passenger, or even a disabled person? Like, if there's a part where I can pull off onto a side street, but if you're talking about a disabled person who requires like entrance to yeah. a front door, your only option is sometimes.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, but I'm not talking about a disabled person, <laughs> right?
2: Well, then for an able-bodied individual, then yeah. pull off to a side street, absolutely, and make that transaction there. Or just pull it. Yep.
3: Yeah. But if you're if you're on a street, uh, say somebody, I have to pick up a customer, say at a First Canadian Place, mm-hmm. 100 uh, King Street West, where there is no side street. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and if uh, I'll just use that as an example, any building that's in between blocks mm-hmm. and that has a bicycle lane. Uh, I have to pull in there because I have to pick them up as close to the curb as possible and we have some parking control officers that use discretion but we have some that do not use discretion right. even with the even with the no stopping rush hour where right. we're exempted they're still giving us tickets.
1: Yeah. Well they are using their discretion Direction, to give exactly. you a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it as well, it that's comes one down way to, put it.
2: to. Yeah, it is. It exactly is. It's that's what
1: discretion. their discretion means. Yeah. Um well, okay, the, what do well, you think
3: actually, they're, uh, they're violating uh, the uh, municipal code or 950, which gives us permission
2: to stop. Right.
1: Well, um, I guess you could fight it somewhere. Uh, but do, in general, do you think a parking blitz is good? Is that going to help your business as well?
3: No, it, uh, it doesn't help us whatsoever if, uh, if the officer, the police officer, the parking control officer isn't using discretion and giving us you know some sort of leeway when we have to stop and pick up a customer. It doesn't do us any good. So Mm. I don't think these blitzes amount to really a a hill of beans. So you might get a few people, extra people that you don't normally would get. But my experience from driving these streets for 45 years, the next day it's back to normal.
1: Okay, well... um,
2: Well, to give you some sort of context, we do write approximately, on average, about 300 to 450 rush hour tags a day. So, And we total approximately about 75 vehicles a day as well. So that gives you some context that it does have an effect on people's pockets.
1: Yeah, and uh, how many, uh, I mean, there have been 46,000 tickets issued since the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So the question is how many of them in the Blitz?
2: Yeah, well.
1: Anyway, Jerry, uh, thanks for your call. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, uh, so we're getting ready for this blitz. Anything that well, you... I just I
2: actually, the blitz started this morning, so yeah. I'm just coming fresh right off uh, the rush hour route on, on college. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, a, where quite, there's... A, quite of a shock of people stopping in the rush hour route. Yeah, absolutely.
1: On college, where on there's college. tons of construction.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I towed two. Uh, there was a, a large tractor trailer that decided to stop right at... Uh, College in Spadina, on the south side. It didn't want to block the bike lane, but decided to unload right in the middle of Livalina traffic and uh, blocked up all traffic right at the corner. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, this is what it is, and even in the Blitz.
1: Okay. Well, he w- if it was a tractor-trailer, he probably wasn't paying that ticket personally.
2: Oh, yeah, probably not.
1: <laughs> okay. Anything you would like to leave us with?
2: Uh, just me, mindful of the signs. Wherever you drive, be cognizant of the signs that are around you and follow them. Uh, That's what we do. And uh, if you don't, you'll most likely end up with the yellow piece of paper on your car. Okay.
1: Parking Enforcement Officer Nigel Fernandez, thanks so much for joining us. And we will follow up to see actually what the results are this. No problem. Okay, bye-bye.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.